1: First guest on today's Big Blend Radio Champagne Sunday shows research psychologist and award-winning author Dr. Rachel Cowart. She's also a mom to three kids. That's you know she's got mm. her hands full. Uh, wow. She is uh, her latest book is uh, Pragmatic Princess: Twenty Six Superb Stories of Self-Sufficiency. That's her latest children's book. But she's also got a new series coming out, and the Pragmatic Princess actually kicked off through a Kickstarter campaign that was really successful. And she won awards from her book. And now she's about to launch this new series. And yesterday kicked off her Kickstarter campaign. So uh, we're very excited to have her on the show. I encourage you to go to the website for this new series, uh, buildyourowncastle.com. See, it's about self-sufficiency and then doing it. Mm. Get it done. And you can also visit her website, rcowart.com. That's K-O-W-E-R-T, com. So welcome, Rachel. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. How are you doing?
2: Doing good.
1: good. We're we're happy in the sunshine of Texas, and I believe you
2: know about the sunshine of
1: Texas, right?
2: I am born and raised in Texas. That is
1: correct. See, and the
2: roses started blooming today. So what does that say? (laughs) They're
1: yellow roses too.
2: (laughs) There you go. It's a sign. It is a sign. It
1: is a sign. But welcome to the show. Um, It's really pretty cool what you're doing um, because your books are fun, but they're diverse and you know just teach about strength and. About this, we have self-help books for adults, mm-hmm. but what about for kids? Where you know you start to think about things, um, in you know you think about yourself and what you're going to do, and how how are you going to build your own castle, you know? And yeah, adults, But also, you're really showcasing a diverse world, not just in uh, race, but also in abilities. I, I think
3: it's
2: it's amazing what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's like, why do we have all these books for adults, but we don't have these same books for children? Like, I love superheroes. They're great, but like, where's the everyday kid and like showing their strengths and what they could do? And that's what mm. I was trying to create with these books.
4: Mm. Okay,
1: I like so that. Let's, let's touch on Pragmatic Princess. I know it's available mm-hmm. on Amazon, but this is really a huge part like a signed copy. Is part of this new Kickstarter campaign, but tell us a little bit about that book and give us an overview so people can understand a little bit more. Because through what I was reading, um, it again you're going into diversity of everything, you know, families and and abilities. Yeah. You know, so tell us a little bit about those twenty six stories.
2: Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I was reading a lot of books to my daughter; she was five or six at the time, and. Um, I realized there was the recurring theme you said in the introduction, the girl in the heels who trips over the tree stump. And I'm like, come on, it's like this, this can't mm. be the best that we have to offer um, our kids. And after doing a bit of research, I realized that it wasn't just a lack of female representation and, you know, self-sufficient roles. It was also a lack of ability, a lack of background, a lack of traditional non-traditional families. All of this is missing from our children's literature um, so I got in touch with some friends of mine who I, are in publishing and I was like, this is a problem. And they were like, why don't you try to write some stories to fix it? And I was like, that's silly. I write science books. i you know, I'm a psychologist. I write textbooks. And they were like, no, no, you should just try. And lo and behold, mm. I, I, I tried <laughs> and I did. Um, and I wrote this collection of 26 stories that really is just celebrating the power of the everyday And I went through a lot of great lengths to make sure, you know, there's families represented that have grandparents raising the child or there's single parent homes or there's various levels of ability and and disability. There's a child who's extremely gifted who's represented in these stories Um, because I think that everyone should have the opportunity to see themselves in their stories because, Mm. as you mentioned, again, they're great vehicles for learning. And if you Mm. see yourself, you feel important and the the ability to learn from these stories is you know amplified. Mm. And I also don't think it's just for girls to read.
1: I think this is like yeah. a family family yeah. kind of project and I think the illustrations mm-hmm. really that this is where we're at. I think illustrations carry such huge weight of um mm-hmm. attention, you know,
2: for Yeah, it, attract,
1: it, it attracts the eye and attracts kids in. I mean, I'm how many of us actually now just listen to audiobooks more than, you know, it's, it, we're, we're different. We need that visual, you know, attachment.
2: Yeah. Randall Hampton in the illustrations, he's a dear friend of mine. He also has a couple of children's books um, of his own that he describes as Dungeons and Dragons meets Dr. Seuss. They're they're very fun. They're <laughs> called The Little Game Master. Um, cool. And he really—it's almost as if he saw the vision I had in my head and just put it onto a page. Like we really just vibed very well from the very beginning, and yeah, he brought it to life beautifully. Hmm, that's really cool. And
1: and then you know, having you know the whole family get involved with the books and and, and the yeah. boys too, because isn't it like we we need the boys to be educated just like the girls about um, equality and self-sufficiency yeah. for all. As indi- it's individualism, really, right?
2: Absolutely and and I even when I did this kickstarter I had a you only have 3 minutes to make a kickstarter video right so you can only put so much information in there but I was mm. very clear to be like it is not just for girls it is just as important for boys to see girls as the heroes of their own story as it is for the girls to see that I mean I read stories to my daughter all the time that have lead male characters all the time why is it not Reverse. Well, one, it's harder to find a female-led story, but also um, people seem to think that it's not for boys when it totally is. No, but, you
3: know, because in stories, women get to be the wicked witch, <laughs> the witch, yeah, the damsel, like... you know, the yeah. friend,
2: and never, yeah, never the center.
3: Yeah, oh, the damsel in, distress. damsel in distress, or you're a witch yeah. making evil yeah. potions. So it's like, come on, we're
2: better yeah. than that. Of yeah. course, of course. Yeah. I mean, it, and it, and let's see it. Let's see it in our stories and show our kids. You know, I wanted my daughter to have a book. My daughter's name is Zoe, so there is a Zoe <laughs> in the book. Um, but I, I wanted my daughter to like literally see herself. You know, in the stories, mm-hmm. um, doing her thing. To she help cool. in
1: in checking out uh, the uh, effectiveness?
4: Of
2: this <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I did re I read them all to her as I was, you know, writing, and my, my mom was also visiting at the time when I was writing, and we made sure that it was, you know, entertaining enough to hold the attention of a six-year-old, so it passed it passed the Zoe test.
1: <laughs> oh, and um, so, Pragmatic Princess, what are the ages, actually, when you, we talk about that?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I say it's from three to 12, and the reason I say such a big span is because at three, the stories are short enough. That it, You can go through a full story and hold their attention, and they also rhyme, and rhyming is important for developing pre-reading mm-hmm. skills, and then the older they get, the more valuable that the lessons really become, so like Jasmine the Just, this is an A to Z book, so there's a girl with each letter of the alphabet, so the J is, is Jasmine, and her lesson is about if equal doesn't always mean fair. Fair is about having equal opportunities. If your piece of cake is not the same size as the other person's piece of cake, that's not saying it's not fair. And those kinds of things you don't really understand at age three. But the older mm. you get, you start to really absorb that information.
3: Mm. So and,
1: and then and everyone's at a different reading level too. You know, that's mm-hmm. the other
3: thing. Especially across the country. I mean, it's it yeah. Well you you depending on where you come from Somebody might read a couple a, a sentence. It's going to mean one thing to somebody on the east mm-hmm. coast, different to somebody on the west coast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and definitely. Yeah. So if you think everybody, you know, is understanding everything one hundred percent all the time? And that's just not true. It's not possible. Yeah. yeah. Because you got you color stuff in your mm-hmm. mind as it comes in. Hmm. And definitely, sometimes you not. completely change it. <laughs> For
2: sure, I mean, I'm sure that when I read the stories, I definitely <laughs> get different things from them, right, than uh, than mm-hmm. other people do. Yeah.
1: Well, I think we all learn, like Nancy's saying, at different stages.
2: And in life, yeah. someone could
1: teach you a lesson. You may have learned the lesson, but not really have gotten it. And then mm-hmm. five years later, you're going to get it. Whereas your friend, yeah. who was in the same situation, got the lesson immediately. But you would have totally. got something different than your friend. You know what I mean? So yeah. You know, yeah. I think the the kind of books you're writing is something especially stories like that, you can go back to, you know. Yeah. It's not just a one it's not a one, one read
3: wonder. It's a it's, big not, wonder. it's not.
2: It's <laughs> not. Yeah, you know there's um in in the kickstarter I I I pivoted a little to more topical, but one of them is about online stranger danger and I wrote it for my daughter who mm. was being online and I've read that one Many many times, and I'm not sure she gets the lesson yet. So that's exactly mm. what you mean. But we keep going back to that one. Uh, it'll oh. it'll get in there
1: eventually. Well, yeah, your Kickstarter. You-, you did a Kickstarter for Pragmatic Princess. I did. What in thirty? You raised over twenty six thousand dollars. What in a month? And,
2: and yeah, thirty days. So Kickstarters are typically thirty days long, and you have to meet your goal. It's all or nothing. So if you don't meet your goal, then then <gasps> you get nothing. Um, oh. And I raised yeah twenty six thousand dollars in thirty days. It was it was it was great. Wow! Awesome. Good
3: and job. so people
1: mm, who thanks. invest in like they only pay once. When, once it's a go, right? Once it's like okay, Correct. all these people have pledged, and then you you know it's like hey, we're doing it, and then you know I I watch musicians do this, and you know authors do it, and you know filmmakers, and it's really mm-hmm. a cool. Better than the stock market in a way, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yes, it's like are. a connection, and they almost—I <laughs> feel like you know those who are backing you in Kickstarter—it's kind of a co-creative process,
2: you know? Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, and, and you can't do it without them. You know, Kickstarter has provided an incredible platform for independent authors to be able to bring their ideas and their stories to life. I wouldn't have been able to do it without it.
1: Uh, awesome, that's awesome. Uh, and now you're going to do it again. Hmm. And you launched last night, and I already see that the, the the numbers are going up. Um, yeah, yesterday, right? Was it yesterday, June fourth? It you was yesterday.
2: It?
1: Wow, June. you go, oh girl! Champagne toast Thank
3: to yeah. you know oh, what you're you. doing.
1: <laughs> see, it's responsible creativity, Nancy. Your champagne toast, Rachel's see? doing it. Yeah,
3: yeah. I so like it.
1: The new series, uh, I, I love this, uh, and I want to talk about the name, Tales from Cloud Canyon. Tell Yay. us about Cloud Canyon.
2: Yeah, you know, there's <laughs> a funny story about that actually. Cloud Canyon is the location where the Pragmatic Princess stories happen. It is mentioned in a couple of the stories, and I, when I came up for the name of the location, I actually came up for it when I wrote the first story of Pragmatic Princess, which is Ava the Adventurous, because I needed a line to rhyme with Pug Companion,
4: <laughs> and I was like, what
2: rhymes? And I was like, Cloud Canyon. It sounds magical. It sounds like a place people could live. So that's uh, that's how the, the name came. But the, the new series of books are short stories that are that are focused on more of a topic than an individual, whereas Pragmatic Princess kind of explored the lives of these 26 girls. Uh, these three new stories, one talks about online stranger danger. One is about death and dying and grief and, and how you mm. approach that conversation um, wow. to a child. Um, mm. And the third one is about powering through failure. And how, what does it look like to keep trying even when you're discouraged and you're failing at something new?
3: Mm. I like That's that. So would it would it be um uh, something you might entertain doing as okay so these are children's books so maybe going a little bit older young adult books and then adult books? So yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean maybe.
4: Yeah,
3: I mean we'll see. As my
2: children get older, um, maybe my writing will also age with them. Because honestly, yeah. the the primary motivation was my own children, and and mm-hmm. what is it that's missing from their bookshelf? I don't have a book about what do you do online when someone asks where you live. I have the I love the Berenstain Bears. I love them. Yes. I grew up with them. But their Stranger oh. Danger book is the guy hopping out of the bushes at the park. That is not as relevant. <laughs> My child today,
3: right? I need the book (laughs) about the guy online who's not the guy who says he is. Yeah, we move so fast, you know, the last three or four generations has just gone so fast. Yeah. Really how are we keeping up here? And how do kids
1: know how to use the internet better than adults?
3: But they know how to use
1: apps and phones and you know, they're it's like they're born with a phone in their hand you know, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think it's, it's, these stories are important because it's also, you know, doesn't it get like, okay, so the pandemic happens. Suddenly Mm -hmm. parents are now having to play homeschool or deal Mm -hmm. with online lessons where there's no true personal interaction, even though it's Mm -hmm. video, it's great, but it's not the same as your teacher and your peers being in the same room and study Mm -hmm. buddies and all of that. But Suddenly parents are like, you've got to learn math or something, you know, it's, it's suddenly, I mean, imagine being the parent, like suddenly you need to know trigonometry. You're probably fine with that, Rachel. But it's <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, my God, You're now like, I, I did that in high school. I forgot about it. What? You know, so, yeah. all, you know. You're suddenly in this position, but it's also about things that happen in life, like, oh, you have to have yeah. the big chat with kids. But you deal with one one of the stories, the new ones, also you talk about on, on some of just, like, how to handle things, loss, you know. Yeah. Um, that is a – doesn't this give parents a tool to open that dialogue? Um, because I think sometimes it's very lonely, especially for new parents or even single parents. Yeah.
3: Yes. To what do I, and,
1: how do I bring this
2: up? How do I discuss loss or death?
1: I mean, that's... Yeah. that's
2: exactly. Exactly the point. And, and you know, in, in books, well, if we can bring it as the topic of conversation, it makes it easier for the parent to start the conversation because they're like, hey, let's just read this book together. Then you let the child come to you with the questions. You're sitting them. The, it's already open. The dialogue's already open. And if the child in the book in some way resembles your child, whether they're also dealing with the loss, it's the grandmother in this case, or if they mm. look similar to the kids in the book, then they're going to take these lessons from the book and internalize them and be like, that kid kind of looks like me. And this could be, you know, the process that I'm going through. And, oh, look how this plays out and what happens and the questions they're asking. Maybe I should ask my parents these questions. And it's a great mm-hmm. tool for parents to have. Like I said, I wrote, th- I wrote the story about Online Stranger Danger. The day I saw my daughter chatting in minecraft when i told her not to to strangers and i yeah. could lecture her which i did but the book is something i just read it to her it's in her room she can pick it up and read it and as she goes if something happens we bring it you know Back. it's a tool that i have as a parent now that i could be like remember that book so mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> do we need to read it again um yeah no. You know, and it is interesting because what you went through as a child is going to be different than what your children are going through because times have changed so fast. Like, I partially homeschooled Lisa on the road in different parts of Africa. And when there were certain subjects, a teacher in a school would say, here's an outline of what you need to teach. I'm mm. like, what? I was all like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, she mentioned trigonometry. I didn't do that well in trigonometry, really. I didn't get <laughs> it. But I did really good in geometry. But trigonometry, I was like, what? And then it's like <laughs> the idea that you're going to now teach your child something, and it's moved. It's, yeah. it's way further advanced than what I learned in school. Mm. So, but, I mean, it, it, it's difficult. But you're also not taught in school life lessons, right? It's not, yeah.
4: and
1: I think that's something has been missing from schools. You know, it's like you have home economics. I remember we learned how to make jam. But why didn't they teach <laughs> us cool. more about budgeting and how to open a bank account? <laughs> and you know what? You know the things. That, you know not. I know they try to teach sex ed and stuff like that, but I mean, like teaching kids. How to be a strong individual, you know, Mm -hmm. character development.
4: Mm -hmm. I think that is
1: lacking in schools. And and schools are having a really hard time right now. We don't Mm -hmm. even have enough teachers.
4: 92%
0: of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes.
1: Um, it's hard. You know, it's a hard job. Start, beyond the, you know, there's teachers now that are subs and they're not even, they haven't even gone and gotten their degree in teaching. So it's kind of a scary mm-hmm. thing right now in that we need, families need all the help they can get. Let's just put it in way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anything that helps have those discussions or, yeah, help teach our children, you know, life lessons. I'm, I'm thinking about in the Kickstarter, the third book, which is about persistence through failing. It was based mm. on my own experiences learning to ski. I'm from Texas and I live in Canada. I cannot ski. I cannot. And I took some <laughs> lessons and it was horrifying. Um, and that's where that book came from. But at the end, the last couple of lines is something to the effect of like, your, your sheer will, your persistence for trying is often more important than your skill level. So if I just keep trying, eventually I made it down the hill. Do I like skiing? No, but at least Did I you- can get down the hill.
3: Did you like jumping off the ski lift, the chair lift singing? Oh,
2: you are so kind to think I even made it that far. I oh. was just on the bunny hill.
3: <laughs> no, they put, not you even go that far. they put you on this chair and it's in the sky and it goes round and round and people yell, no, jump, thank you. jump off. And I'm like, open your eyes. They're like, jump off. And I'm like, I ain't doing this.
2: <laughs> no.
1: Nancy no, no with a you. bottle of champagne, and just kept going round and round and round.
2: There you I, go. That's I my of king. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: man, that's, that's funny. Oh, that is funny. So on this it. on this Kickstarter campaign, let's talk about this because it's 30 days yeah. now. Um, you know, so and, and then the books come out once you've got the funding, right? And it's already starting to work. So people that invest, they get um, the Pragmatic Princess assigned copyright, mm-hmm. And you have different levels and things.
2: Yeah, so it's basically a good way to think about Kickstarter is like you're pre-ordering the books. So can I get enough pre-orders that I can send the order out to the pub, to the printers to print them mm-hmm. and then ship them and deliver them? So there's various things that you can get. There's different reward levels depending on your budget. You can It's a series of three books, so you can get the series of three or you can get one of the three or you can get two sets of three, one for you and one for a friend. Um, a signed copy of Pragmatic Princess is also something that can be added on uh to your order. So there's a little bit of something for everyone. There's even a tier where you can be in the book. Uh and we'll have the lovely Randall Hampton just draw you right in there to the background of, of one of the books. So there's a little something for everyone.
1: Oh wow. that's so cool. cool. That's cool. It's like you know, yeah like the musician friends I know they put um you know some of the main um you know contributors on the on yeah. the album notes, you know, it's like, Oh, you're part yeah. of the production part or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's really cool. I, I love this. So everyone, if you go to build your own that's the website and it links you through to the Kickstarter and, and it really has a lot of good information on there for you to understand, you know, and, and learn about learning. It's Cool. I, I love yeah, what you're doing. Um, So exciting. The more we can do for youth education, the better. Um, Obviously, we're giving you a champagne toast Because of everything, you know, what you've created What are you toasting to today?
2: Uh, You know what? I got the same answer as you The sunshine I am so (laughs) here for the sunshine Winter was long And it is glorious in Ottawa this morning So oh, The sunshine is good I mean, it just
1: heals and nurtures us And want to
2: get out there and
1: play You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely Okay I do want to touch on this, and we know we're going to bring you back on the show, especially when your books are out. And, um, mm. So, oh, yeah, that, that's the other thing. So Kickstarter, so we understand, like, the production cost of printing. I mean, our magazines were yeah. print for a number of years, and then also when Nancy had her magazine in South Africa. Let me tell you, that is <laughs> expensive. expensive, uh, and especially because <laughs> we always want to be a oh. Because That's, you yeah. much on travel, it's like, we want full color. And they're yeah, going, yeah. Well, now you've like quadrupled your cost and what paper, <laughs> and, uh, the whole thing. You're just like, no, uh, don't do it to me. But it's true. So it's really expensive. And um, but once it's, you know, funded and printed, will it be available or is it only for like the people that have invested or will it be available like on Amazon and bookshop.org and places like that?
2: Yes, yeah, so it will be available on Amazon, but it will be a slightly different version. The people who back the Kickstarter get a little bit special of a version, mm-hmm. the Kickstarter edition. Um, mm-hmm. And then a, a, shortly after, it should be available also on Amazon, like a awesome. second edition. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. So, because oh, that's what you did for Pragmatic Princess too, right? Yes. You had the Kickstarter yes. version, and then oh, so it's like the limited edition. It is, yeah. yes. Come get your limited edition. That's I right. like that. The lim- yeah, no no no, it's that's special. cool. It's like, yeah, it's the specials. That's what we call yeah. the specials. <laughs> yeah. But if you want the specials, you need to join the Kickstarter campaign, right? You do, you do, and yes. <laughs> you've got what, like less than thirty days, so you know twenty nine days yeah in counting, yeah in counting <laughs> well, I love this because it's supporting you know youth education, it's supporting independent yeah. art, and it is responsible creativity, like what Nancy was saying. I think that's mm. a very cool thing, and I know we want to bring you back on to talk about video gaming, but that's yeah. interesting, would you turn your books into a
2: video game? Like, in, oh, my God, <laughs> it's, it's funny you mentioned that because, yes, I actually um, mm. started to work on that shortly after Pragmatic Princess came out. But then COVID happened and everything happened. Mm. But I wanted um, in Pragmatic Princess, the first story is Ava, the adventurous, and she has a little dog, the pug, cool. and she wants yeah. to go on adventures. And I started working with a colleague of mine to create basically an updated version of Carmen San Diego. So, hmm. but it's Ava and her dog, and you look at the clues where you, you are around, and you try to figure out what city Ava's in uh, with her oh. dog. So I thought that would be fun, because I love Carmen Diego with the clues, and, and, you know, you learn geography and, and different things. So,
1: yeah, I would love Ooh. to. Oh, I love I love hearing about, like, clues and, you know, having to solve things, because that's yeah. the brain ticking right? So is that oh, part sure. of the positive of gaming?
2: is that part of yes, it? Yes, yes. You know, games and learning, I, I'll come back to, I could talk about that all day. Um, but one of the <laughs> positive things that comes from games is there's a lot of unintentional learning that happens. So for example, a game like Carmen Diego or the game I just described, you're not only learning geography and landmarks, you're also learning like deductive reasoning and process of elimination. Yes. And yes. those are skills that you can take in all areas of your life. Mm, that's so
3: true. That's really that yeah. cool. And I see a lot of, no, I just see a lot of um, big wide world of video games. Mm -hmm. And, yes, there's always going to be negatives. And as a responsible parent, you can negotiate those negatives. You can. You just got to be aware and be on it, you know, Mm -hmm. and to know. Mm -hmm. It's just like what books do you let your child pick? I don't know. Do kids go to libraries? I hope so.
4: Yeah. You know, it's like,
3: (laughs) yeah, well, you never know. Um, you know what books do the children get to check out? You, mm-hmm. as a responsible parent, need to see what your children are reading to a certain point at a to a certain age. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. with games, especially with yeah. games. Absolutely. Yeah, and I have to say, by like, um, as a parent, I learned a lot through Lisa because I was like, oh, I don't know this. I I can't let her read it till I do. but
1: yeah that's a good point i mean do you read your kids books before you let them read them
2: um i well so like well it depends my daughter recently read harry potter i had already read them so i knew what was coming um she hasn't quite expanded into anything i haven't read yet but if it was something that was not clearly made for a child um, like Harry Potter, right? I would definitely want to know what happens before. Okay, Lisa. Because I was like, oh, when you get to this book, a bunch of people are going to die. So <laughs> are you going to be okay? You're only
3: six. Oh. Lisa, how old were you when you decided to read War and Peace? 11 or 12. It tell me. Yeah. And like, then oh, I had to read no.
1: again. I got into all these classics. <laughs> and then one, I remember when I was like 13 or 14, because I got into really old books and collecting old books. Mm-hmm. I was like a little nerdy kid and um I remember reading Forever Amber and it was about a whore. Uh, that's right. I was like, <laughs> No way,
3: excuse really? so my funny. language.
1: Yes, can't say that word. Um I don't know what we're allowed to say anymore. But um but it was really you know, but I was like, No way, this woman is having <laughs> to sell her body because she's a woman and that, you know, she's you know, gone from Ireland to America or whatever. Yeah, the, I,
4: she's had seriously. to be
1: shipped off here. And going, you know, and it's it was like one of those classic stories of that's what women did and I'm like, Mommy, mm-hmm. like did I you know.
4: have to do this I don't know, we
3: have to the And she goes, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> one time she what was it like you said which part of the body is worth the most? And I'm like, Oh, oh my I think it, I do like, I think it's your heart. And Aww. she just looked at me. No, and she should. No, but well, I mean, you, you're not going to be alive without one, right? And then it's yeah. the best part of the heart and all that. She just shook her shook her head. That was not the answer. She was looking for, I'm like, I got to see what's in your, you know, what are you reading? What's, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> well, I got into all these historical things, but, yeah. but that's a, a younger, like preteen and teen years. And,
4: yeah. you know, cause,
1: and there just wasn't anything written for me at that point. now mm-hmm. we have young adult books,
4: mm-hmm. but it,
1: when I was growing up, there really wasn't, it went from kids' books.
2: Yeah. To adult books. To adult a big books. Gap. There
1: was no gap. And it's, that's yeah. what I like about Yoba Clinton thirteen because and then you get into mad magazines and things like that. So cartoon stuff started becoming <laughs> because that bridged the gap. Like comics bridged mm-hmm. the gap mm-hmm. between child and then teens. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the that that bridge because nobody was writing anything for us. There was there was the Hardy Boys
4: mm-hmm.
1: and Nancy. True, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I remember those two series. I love those, but it's still like Mm -hmm. we still needed that little bit of other in there. And I think I think your books would be great to have as a young adult stories too. That's I really do. Yeah. I think it's Yeah. Do you see yourself ever writing uh, something about fear? What kids are fearing now? Because I think they are. You know.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there was the. Uh, thought to write something specifically kind of about fear of, I don't know if it's the unknown is the right term, but all, you know, when COVID came out, we're having, we're in the middle of a mental health mm. crisis. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was not great before, but it's exacerbated now. Um, so I think there's definitely room for books to help bridge that conversation because it's ongoing mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking about it for many years to come now, um, what mm-hmm. impact these last couple of years have had.
3: Well, the fact that we call it the pandemic, it's not the first one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not the first one. It's the first one for many of us, but it's the pandemic. Like, it's the only one ever. It's not. (laughs) I just feel bad for kids
1: now having to, I mean, schooling has been tough. And school is, I think, what's it like in Canada? I mean, the kids here are stressed out. I mean, it's like, how many extra activities? you know, thinking about college, all these things, you know, the the schooling part itself, all the educational components. So there's a stress level. And then now we have to think about safety in our schools, which is really Mm a big deal, obviously. Big time. We don't hear that much in Canada having the issues we have in the States. And yet on top of that, we have climate change. We have a pandemic. Like for kids, I really, my heart bleeds literally because how do we teach them to keep moving forward? You know, and I think mm-hmm. you've you've covered that. You know the you know the success part, but I'd love to see you do that part too of fear because you can't handle what's happening in the world. You know, you can you yeah. can take things, and some kids have really done some amazing things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, are are kids having that amount of stress in Canada? Do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean we. Um, don't have the added element of the school safety, which I think is a big um, oh, huge. concern for kids in school and teachers alike, but they mm. are, they are definitely showing signs of distress. I mean, the extracurricular activities are still largely not there. Mm-hmm. Um, masks are still required in, in many schools. Um, so, you know, it's not like quote unquote normal things are still mm-hmm. not normal for kids. So, yeah. Mm. We just yeah. want
1: you to keep writing you know, mm-hmm. we oh, you're you this, and now we need a story on this, and now we need a story on that. No, <laughs> what you're doing is fantastic. And I want to give everyone uh, your website again, uh, buildyourowncastle.com. That's the main one to go to. I like again, that. Again, we'll click you through the Kickstarter. And um, and also watch out for the books when they come out, too. And I will have Rachel back on the show. And, again, everyone, it's Dr. Rachel Cowart, and it's K-O-W-E-R-T. And um, that's her website, rcowart.com. And uh, please do come back when the books are out, and let's talk about video games and the positives, because so many people mm. just think that that's it, no kids should have any games. And, and I'm like, good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it. You yeah. Love, yeah, right? It's like, you, good luck, good luck. Um, yeah,
2: that's, so. that's not an effective strategy, I'm going to say. Um, mm-hmm. And I would love to come back and talk about that with you guys.
1: Awesome. 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 Well, thank cool. you so much for joining us and have a wonderful rest of your weekend and good luck with your Kickstarter campaign. Thank you so much. You too. Take, Take care. care. Here it, oh, here it is. We're going to play your song. This is called yeah. oh, Dream yeah. Big uh, by our friend Nikki Chris, based out of North Carolina. And uh, you can go to Nikki com. That's N-I-C-K-I-K-R-I-S. See? I'm just proving I can spell, but here it is. Dream mm-hmm. Big. Thanks so much. Thanks.
4: to do is believe Take pride in yourself and open each door